0: The OU game, but screw it, I'm leaving it on. I my my tilts are already are already tilted because freaking my Farouk can't catch wide open touchdowns. What's going on? Trying to grind out some wins in late night college football because that's what a DJ I am. What's up, new guy? My name's James, better known as the Degenerate 75 I'm a DFS content creator who is here to help you get a little bit better at DFS, because if you don't know, this shit be tough. I'm not going to do it with picks and plays and all that nonsense. I'm going to do it with process. Hell, I'll even have a process tip. If you find you like the cut of my jib, hang around for the next 45 minutes. And if you really like the cut of my jib, you check out that schedule, you mother, father. I do this show every Saturday night, 7 o'clock, in the Lord's Time Zone. I do Monday and Thursday and Tuesday at noon with uh, showdown shows and a weekly pre- I also do PGA and college football if you're a real, real sweaty tryhard. And don't forget, this week, me and Tambo will be breaking down the slate over on my channel. So be there. Tuesday at noon, you ain't got shit to do. So be there. We'll have a good time. We'll make a whole night out of it, okay? Also, I'll be doing a giveaway sponsored by my my dude, Oracle, who had a big week and said, I want to help out the cause. I said, sure, let's do it. So he will be giving away a ticket tonight, and I will be doing it for every 50 likes I get over there, and for all of you that uh, drew are uh, retweeted me over on Twitter. So let's shut up. Let's get going. I've changed my mind. I'm gonna pause the game. I can't focus. All right, let's talk contest selection. New guy. First up, man. Look, there's not a lot I can say. Contest selection. I, I have. I, I'm gonna get to this in a minute on the process tip. So I'm not gonna talk too much about contest selection. But what I am gonna tell you is just do this. Okay. Follow these golden rules. Look for contests. This is this is my process. Maybe yours is different. But try to get in contests with less than a few thousand people in it, okay? 2,000 or less, okay? Why? Because you're going to get better sweats. The next thing you want to do is try to find tournaments where no more than 20% goes to first, preferably preferably only 10% goes to first of the entire price pool. So if it's a $100,000 price pool, only 10,000 goes to first. Second of all, make sure second place is at least half a first. Preferably, we would like that to be like 60 or 70%, right? So if you, there's not a huge drop-off between first and second. And lastly, find out what 10th place is. You want it to be about 10% of what first is, right? Or one one-hundredth of the entire prize pool. Those are the rules you need to follow, right? If you want all those things in one, go get in my tournament, you mother-father, the Showdown ho down, League. Go hop in it. It is $5, three max. So you can max into the tournament, just like you should those other tournaments. It has a flat payout structure, and it has a reduced rate. Get it filled up for me. You can see we still have about 250 spots. Get it filled. Don't be a dickhead. Let's get it filled, you mother father. A quick shout-out to our winners last week. The Oracle, you, you know, he spikes a couple GPPs. Now he wants to give back to the people. So he is the one doing it. I, I also see pick. Pick Coleman right there, a uh, couple guys flying the flag, 1-2 in the, the leaderboard, 247 points. Jesus to Oracle. That must have been a nutted lineup, you mother father. That's a, that's a high score. I don't want to brag, but I think I had a lineup last week break 150, so, you know, like whatever, whatever, to each their own, to each their own. All right, if I'm going to be that process tip guy, I pro- and you know, I'm not going to give you my peaks and my plays, I should probably offer you a process tip every week, right? This is the same one that went out in my email. But I want to elaborate a little bit on it, okay? And I try not to step on the dick of this in my contest selection because these two things kind of go hand in hand, you mother father. So we are exactly halfway through the season, right? We've played nine weeks. We have nine weeks to go. And I think this is a great time. If, if you're not reflecting on how you did and why you did the things you did, then I don't think you're doing things right. And people often just focus on the people that they play or didn't play, right? The stacks or the stacks they didn't have. But I think a better way to really go back and evaluate your process and constantly be improving on it is go look at the contest you've been playing, right? And go look and see where are the contests that you are continually finding your better lineups landing, your better results coming from from, right? Those are the two big things that we want to know. For me, I went back and I've looked, and whenever I go play in 10 maxes like that $40 10 max, um, uh, 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 some 20 maxes and stuff like that. I have just found that I am way more down at those this year. Now, you can't just simply look at ROI because one big hit, you know, I won the one GPP back in week what the fuck ever, and that can really skew your results. So I think you want to take them in totality, week in and week out. Where are you consistently doing better? Is it in single entries? Is it in three maxes, 10 maxes, 20 maxes? Maybe you're an MME player, mass multi entry, and you're putting 150 in it, and really take a second and look at why you're doing better there, right? For me, I think part of the reason I'm doing better in three maxes is a uh, three max to me is that Goldilocks zone of where you don't try to like nail the perfect lineup with a single entry, but you're also not too willy-nilly just throwing everything out there like you might do in a 150 set or, you know, a 20 set or something like that, right? Furthermore, I've noticed that I also take my highest projected lineups that I use with the solver uh, and I put my best lineups in those three max 150. So if my best lineups are going to be in those three max 150s, no surprise, they're going to form better, right? So what that seems to be telling me is I should be concentrating fewer lineups that project higher from my player pool that I'm creating and keep them in smaller max tournaments, single entries and three maxes and higher buy-ins because that is where I'm finding my success. I'm not finding my success in the $40 entries, in the 50 entries and stuff like that right so if that's going to be the case i need to play to my strengths i think you should do that i think you should go back and find where you have had success or maybe better yet where you have found failure this year and try to adjust because it's never too late to turn the tide of a season and to change your process or at least tweak your process and get a little bit better okay that is your tip for this week let's get going on let's talk about weather all right there's not not too much concerning weather this week but uh, you know it ain't nothing bob it ain't nothing okay Uh, The the biggest game that has me concerned, just watching LSU, just keep getting stuffed at the goal line. Uh, Let's see. The biggest one that has me concerned, Jacksonville has a little bit of breeze, but that's not too concerning, right? 13 miles an hour, okay? You know, Trevor Lawrence has a laser rocket arm when he's throwing the ball to the other team. The one that is slightly concerning is the Seattle game. There is about a 50% chance of rain. It is Seattle, for crying out loud. I think every day they wake up with a 50% chance of rain. So uh, what I would say is uh, I wouldn't overreact to that, Bob. Wouldn't overreact to it. I think they just got stuffed four times in a row slap dicks all right so uh i i would be a little concerned about that a little concerned bob uh and other than that i don't see too much that's going to scare me off of a game right a little breezy down in jacksonville but it's going to be beautiful weather the vikings got 13 mile an hour winds but it must be the air conditioner because they're in a dome okay so there you go that is the weather not too much to be concerned about a lot of times weather will get me off of a stack it helps me condense on my pool but uh for november this is pretty good weather all right, this is the Rosetta Stone. This is what I offer to all of my members over on my website. We have the fancy colored one here that has all the projections and everything you need in it, but this is the I'm a poor YouTube version, so that's what you're going to get and you're going to like it. We're going to get you caught up on all of the entry updates, talk uh, about some filthy stacks, some chalk, and everything you need to do to get you ready, okay? If you have any questions, you toss them over there in the chat. Make sure you're hitting the like button. Once we get to 100 likes, we'll do two drawings, all right? You motherfathers. You mother-fathers. All right, first up, uh, this Cleveland-Baltimore game, look, Baltimore's playing unbelievable, right? And I think Deshaun Watson, I have a little secret that not a lot of people know about him. The guy's not good. There you go. Oh, and he's faking injury. Let's not forget that, right? The guy's mentally broken from his off-field drama. That is my narrative. I'm the only one pushing. I'm just going to keep running with it. You're going to like it, pal. So... Where, where to start with Cleveland if you're forcing me to play Cleveland which I don't want I'm not lining up to play Cleveland against at Baltimore right not not an ideal situation but if you force me to play somebody I think Jerome Ford is winning that uh, backfield over I think he is the best back and sometimes Cleveland can just grind well against Baltimore right so uh, you, you know like if you want to run some sick uh, Deshaun Watson stacks go ahead but you're running into two problems one that he sucks and two that he's playing at Baltimore those are two very big hurdles to overcome oh yeah and the third one he's mentally Broken. Don't forget about that one. Okay. Baltimore, on the other hand, I never mind playing Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson is finally turning into a stud. They, the, the, he is due for like the most touchdown variants ever. They're blowing teams out every week, and I think he only has one touchdown that entire time, right? So, like, Lamar is due for some touchdown regression this week. I totally buy that narrative. But now you have Odell back, Bateman's back, Flowers. Andrews he's not the easiest to stack and furthermore Flowers at 5,700 Andrews at 6,900 nice are uh n- you know not the cheapest options when Lamar's already 8,000 himself furthermore you got to remember that Justice Hill Keaton Mitchell who we are watching injuries and uh, Gus Edwards are all going to get their they're all going to get their uh, their turn on the pipe too to get a little puff so you got to watch out for that I just think there's better games uh, that just doesn't feel like the best scoring environment to me so that would be my only concern Moving on to maybe my favorite, well, it was my favorite game until I heard everybody in the world loved this game. Now it's not quite my favorite game anymore. Houston at Cincinnati kind of has everything you want. Houston is a team that loves to get in shootouts, right? We've already seen it numerous times. Um, Cincinnati is a team whose offense has really been taking off over the past several weeks, right? And uh, with that, I think that you need to remember that they are without uh, Nico Collins. See, I have him marked out up there. And when Nico Collins being out, yes, Robert Woods is going to be back. Let's face it. Robert Woods, ain't any good. So with Robert Woods, uh, you know, coming back and Nico Collins being out, I think you're really going to see concentrated usage on Dell, Noah Brown, who that guy apparently is just a stud and Dalton Schultz. Right. And we already know that CJ Stroud is a very good rookie quarterback. Uh, They're likely to be in a script where they're behind, condensed usage, and a team that just put up, I believe, 497 points last week. You've got to be considering Houston this week, right? Problem is, I think they're going to be very popular. And I don't want to play a chalky, uh, popular build whenever it is going to be. They're not even, you know, like whenever there is a chance the Bengals just beat the shit out of them, right? It, It is a six and a half point line, so let's not overlook that. To me, the more interesting side of this game is Cincinnati, and I think it's the side that's going to get overlooked. If you didn't see this, uh, the Bengals called up a couple players, a couple wide receivers from their uh, practice roster day. We already know that T. Higgins is out, right? T. Higgins is not playing this week, which would normally make Jamar Chase a smash. But Jamar Chase has been very questionable too. He's been limited in practice the past couple days, and with them calling up two wide receivers, it makes you question how active or how how healthy is Jamar Chase. And if he plays, is he going to be limited? I think these are very valid concerns. If we get worse where the Jamar Chase is out. Weirdly enough, this makes me love Joe Burrow stacks. Why? Because Joe Burrow stacks now become super affordable. You now have Tyler Boyd who will you know, is a, so- a serviceable NFL wide receiver become the lead. You'll have Trent Irwin and Ole I don't know how to say his name. I just say Ilyasovich because I used to be a power forward for the Bucks back in the day. And I think even Irv Smith can get there. And now Joe Burrow stacks become very, very affordable, and it helps get you off of the super chalky Joe Mixon, right? So that just becomes a really weird way. Now, if Jamar Chase plays, I'm still open to a Burrow stack. I just don't like it as much as I think Burrow stacks will be more popular if Chase plays. But if Chase is out, now I have cheap Burrow stacks, and they'll be less owned. And, oh yeah, Houston has very appealing runback options. Can do another game that some of the guys on my team really warm me up to. The San Francisco Jacksonville game. I think Pat Mayo said it best. He said this game's either gonna be 17 to 16 or it's gonna be 38 35. I think I concur with Pat on this point. This is just a game where it feels like that it just feels a little shootouty. It feels a little shootouty, Bob. Both of these teams have pretty condensed offenses. Zay Jones is still out, so basically Jacksonville's only throwing the ball to three guys. Kirk Ridley. Well, I don't even know if they throw it to Ridley. Kirk Ridley and Ingram. And then San Francisco has Debo back, which you would think, oh, so that usage is gonna get spread, but let's face it, they're a way better offense when they have Debo working in there, right? Weirdly enough, when Debo plays, it makes Ayuk better, right? It makes Kittle better. It definitely makes McCaffrey better because they can't just load the box up on old Christian McCaffrey. So if you want to run San Francisco stacks, I get it. Trevor Lawrence is a guy who is due for a monster game. He's had solid games every single game this year. He has just not had that monster, but do not forget about Travis Etienne. He is a guy that is truly, I cannot believe I'm saying this. He is truly a workhorse. Go look at his usage versus almost any other NFL running back, and it is off the charts right yes he has gotten a lot of touchdowns and his touchdown variance has been very very luck sacky this year but that doesn't matter the guy when you get that many touches you're going to get some of that luck sackness right so this is a game that I'm telling you this is a this is one I haven't decided if I want to go all in on it if I want to be balls deep or if I want to fade it but I feel like you need to do one of those two this isn't a game that I want to just get a piece of I want to be I want to be all the way in there or I want to be all the way out of there Bob Minnesota, New Orleans. I, th- I think we're going to start with uh, Minnesota here, right? Josh Dobbs kind of had the flash in the pan week. I think a lot of people are going to want to jump on that. I'm a little hesitant. You know, th- we saw him do this, what, week two of this year where he had that good kind of week and then everybody jumped on him again in week three and he didn't do shit. This just seems like a letdown spot for me with Josh Dobbs. Uh, furthermore, you have uh, uh, K.J. Osborne likely to be out his second best wide receiver, and then Jordan Addison's going to have Marshawn Lattimore following him around. So to me, the weird thing is, is I really do love a Viking, but I don't think it's Josh Dobbs. I think I'm just going to go with T.J. Hawkins, and the guy gets about 457 targets a game, and Josh Dobbs loves to throw to tight ends, right? If you, if you you like, I don't want to run Josh Dobbs' stacks, but I also can appreciate that he is a guy that can throw a forward pass, and he loves tight ends. And let's face it, T.J. Hawkins at 5,000 is underpriced. I don't love this game in environment because i'm not sure who's going to get the points but the one guy that i feel the best about is tj hawkinson going over to new orleans played a Derek Carr stack last week and realized that you just can't do it you can't do it because Taysom hill is a mother father that's going to come in and steal your shit all right and it's even making alvin kamara hard to play because once that ball gets inside the five yard line they're not trotting kamara out there they're trotting Taysom hill out there right and let's not forget jamal williams is still a guy that can run uh, uh um uh, down inside the goal line too. So Alvin Kamara at 8,300 gets very tough to swallow unless he's going to go back to getting those 12 to 15 targets a game uh, out of the backfield. I will say I saw something funny today that old Michael Thomas I guess got battery charges or something like that. Like 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 was attacking a dude for parking in front of his house, threw a brick at his car like he's like he's John Goodman in The Big Lebowski. Donnie, shut the fuck up. Right, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I guess I guess Michael Thomas just went full full uh, Big Lebowski here, right? And uh, he might be out. I don't know what's going to come from this, but I saw it down on the bottom line. I'm like, what am I reading right now? What am I reading? So watch out for that. If he's out, I think that does uh, uh, open up some nice value for uh, Rashid Shahid and uh, uh, Chris Olave, right? Moving on, Green Bay-Pittsburgh. This is one of those games that I really want to play somebody called the defense. Because these, I'm telling you, I just do not like these offenses. We'll start with Green Bay. I was a believer in Jordan Love at the start of the year. I'm no longer a buyer. I was a believer in Christian Watson. I'm no longer a buyer. Luke Musgrave at 3700 not buying. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon suck. So then who am I left to play? I know who to play. You know who you should play from the Packers? You should play the Steelers defense. Okay, because they're going to be getting all over Jordan Love. Uh, More like Jordan hate him this week. Uh, If you, you know, on a serious note, I feel like I I still believe Christian Watson has a lead upside, but man, I'm just not sure Jordan Love can throw a forward pass. I'm not sure. I think he's a 1937 quarterback and he just like runs with the ball and throws it over his head like this. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, is a little more interesting, right? Kenny Pickett at 4,900 with a team with a three-touchdown implied total. You know, I don't love Kenny Pickett, but at least if you're thinking filthy stacks, he is at home. He's likely to be in a good uh, uh, game script. He'll probably have to do it through efficiency. He never does it through volume. But more interesting than that is like this this running back platoon system going on in Pittsburgh. Najee Harris, for the first time in his career, well, maybe since his rookie year, doesn't look like he sucks balls. And I think it's simply just because he's a lot fresher and he's getting uh, more quality touches than he used to get. He is not going to get a ton of touches, but he's going to get more quality touches. So it actually makes Najee and Jalen a little more interesting. But to me, the best play on this uh, uh, of this game is probably Deontay Johnson, right? Deontay Johnson is a guy who has been a usage monster. He's a target monster, right? And if they're going to be playing from ahead, those are games where I like Deontay Johnson. He's not a guy that gets it all when they're trying to like play crazy and come back. He's a guy that like, you know, they get him the ball in space and he does stuff. He gets those short a dot passes and you're getting 1.3 like every other play because he keeps catching three yard passes. Very interesting. And then I don't even mind George Picking if you want a home run, right? Tennessee and Tampa Bay, I think th- – th- I- I'm just going to tell you. Old Will Levi's, Mr. Jeans himself, I think he's pretty good, Bob. And and th- Tampa Bay games this year have been sneaky shootout, right? So old Will Levi's. Furthermore, let me take it a step further. Right? Let me sell you on some Levi's jeans, okay? We're going to take this back to 1997, you mother father. <sighs> First of all, I think Will Levi's is pretty good. And if you say his name's Levis, I will punch you in the dick. I know his name, all right? So his name is Mr. Jeans, and I think he's good. Here's why. First of all, he's been playing really well. That's a good sign that he's good. He has made DeAndre Hopkins rise from the dead like he's The Undertaker. That's number two. And number three is I think he's very stackable because... Traylon Burks is, is likely out this game. I, I haven't seen that he's officially out, but he ain't playing, Bob. And if you haven't seen, Kyle Phillips, since he's been back, has been getting a ton of run. And I think Kyle Phillips at $3,000 could be a sneaky, sneaky piece that you could stack with old Will Levi's, and you are going to have All the money in the world to do whatever the hell you want with the rest of your lineup, right? You mix in some DeAndre Hopkins, you mix in some Shig, and you have a pretty good team. Not to mention, Tampa Bay, in my opinion, has some very appetizing running backs. We've seen Rashad White is just an absolute usage monster right now. 5800 is still far too cheap for how involved he is in this offense, especially in a competitive game where Tampa Bay is at least 50% to be playing from ahead. The wide receivers, Mike Evans, still gets a ton of targets and they tend to be in the end zone. Chris Godwin is not getting the end zone targets, but he just gets a lot of targets. So you have some nice runback options. If you're wanting a filthy uh, uh, stack to consider, consider Levi Jeans. All right, getting over two, that's only six early games. There's four late games. So late swap's going to be a big part of the strategy, right? And I'm just going to go ahead and lead with another filthy ass uh, stack, all right? I'm here for the filthy stacks. Filthy stacks have done the big guy well this year, I must tell you. Tyler Heineke. All right, why would I ever play Tyler Heineke? Well, first of all, I think people want to get access to this game. It has a decent total, right? 43 and a half, and it's two teams that, like, it's in a dome, and uh, Arizona now may have a quarterback that can make their offense functional. I will warn you, Taylor Heineke will have to get it done with efficiency. But at, at 5,100, he could do that, right? He has his number one wide receiver, Drake London, back. He has two very serviceable tight ends and Jonu Smith and Kyle Pitts. And, you know, Bijan is enough to keep defenses honest, right? If people are going to get on this Atlanta game, I think they will almost certainly play Bijan. People can just not let this loser piece of shit go, and they're going to keep playing him. So if they're going to keep playing them, maybe Atlanta is the right answer, but Bijan is the wrong player. And you go play Heineke, you stack him with the London, and I don't even think he's a guy you need to double stack. I think you can just solo stack him. And when you do that, it gives you really great runback options because Arizona, I think, will have some life this week. Kyler Murray is back. James Conner is likely to be called up off of the IR, and he is probably going to be active for this game. He is a infinitely better running back than Keandre piece of shit Ingram, okay? Furthermore, Marquise Brown has actually been pretty productive this year, and now he has a quarterback that doesn't suck. So I actually really like Marquise Brown, and I really like Trey McBride. So if you want to go with a filthy tra- uh, Tyler Heineke stack, you have some really nice runback options with Arizona in a game that I promise you, not a soul is stacking. Not a soul. And it's very affordable stacks with a very affordable runback, so now you can go get your Christian McCaffrey. Now you can go get whatever, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Wh- whatever high-ass player you want to pay up for, you'll have no problem getting them in your lineups because because... because of how you're paying down with your stacks, okay? Moving on to the next one. This is one that I, I was kind of slow playing, but I, the more I think about it, I'm kind of warming up to this game. I can't believe this game's not more chalky with such a big total. Uh, what is that, a 48-and-a-half-point total? I think it's the biggest – is it the biggest total on the slate? Pretty big. You have uh, you, you have Detroit, who is uh, notorious for getting into shootouts over the past two years. You know, I don't love the goof, right? The goof, he's he's a little crazy. Plus, we know that Detroit is a run-forward team, right? They, they're going to run Gibbs and Montgomery a lot but if this game does pick up pace. For one game, Justin Herbert actually can complete a pass. This game has all of the signs of a shootout, right? You're in the dome. You have two teams that play relatively fast. You have two teams that like to throw the ball down the field. That is all the makings of a recipe for a shootout. If you do go with a golf stack, I promise you people are going to be playing Jameer Gibbs this week, so just don't play him. Play amon Raw. P- play Laporta. Play guys like that and hope they get there. And if you want to stack him you know, a one and a half stack, if you want to go golf Gibbs and amon Raw, I could get that too. But let me me get to tell you about the chargers and some interesting runbacks, right I think Eckler's price at 8400 is going to keep a lot of people off of him but if you just watch him he is still highly highly involved in this offense and once he starts getting the touchdown regression to fall his way I think he's going to have a big game of course everybody's going to want to play Keenan Allen but I'm just going to go ahead I'm going to regret telling you this okay don't do this okay you mute your ears for the next 30 seconds all right do it for me Quentin Johnston. This is the last week I'm going to give him a shot. The last week. Okay, why? He has sucked. He has sucked. Palmer being out, he didn't do shit. If you can't do shit when you're the second wide receiver on the field the whole damn game, it's time to give up on him. But don't forget he had some brutal cornerback matchups the past few weeks, and this is a much better matchup for him if you're one of those people that buys the quarter, uh, the cornerback wide receiver splits. So if he's ever going to get it done, this would be the week. And at $4,100, I'm telling you the guy has 25-point upside if he ever could pull his head out of his ass okay so something to consider not to mention if you're going to run justin herbert stacks i promise you you're going to want to include quentin johnson in those stacks so this game right here I, I i'm telling you man i've warmed up to this game i can't believe it's not more chalky with that total i just got to figure out how i want to get in there and i would be leaning goof uh and running it back with quentin johnson oh god just saying that made me get indigestion oh let me get a quick swig of water after saying that that was nasty all right two more games then we'll get to questions The Giants at Dallas, look, the Giants are unplayable. I know you can get – if you're playing the Millionaire Maker and you want to go run a DeVito stack, you go on. It's your 20 bucks. You do whatever you want, pal. But, like, they just offer no upside. You can't play the receivers because DeVito can't throw a forward pass. You can't play DeVito because he sucks. And if you want to play the narrative, the Giants are going to run the ball 45 times, play Barkley, okay, okay, do that. But, like, there's still a chance that, like – They're going to get nothing. He could run the ball 40 times and get you seven points, right? So just be aware. I I just think the Giants are unplayable. I'm a guy that loves ugly stacks, but even I have a line, and I will not cross it with Tommy fucking DeVito. Dallas, on the other hand, uh, they're very, very nice, right? 28-point total at home. We've seen them look like world beaters. I, I, I will almost guarantee you Pollard or Lamb goes for 30 tomorrow, right? Which one is it going to be? I have I would bet Lamb. The guy's been unstoppable. I think he has like, what, 10 catches his last three games? Just been on an absolute new keeter. Um, Dak is looking good. And I'm telling you, I just I'm, we're going to find out after the year. Tony Pollard had something that was bothering him all year. He has not looked like himself. I've been saying this since week three, all right? There's something wrong with him. But if there's ever a team he can hobble to a great game against, it's probably the freaking New York Giants, am I right? So... With that, I, 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 I'm I warm to both uh, uh, Pollard and Lamb. And hell, even if you want to run a DAK stack, you can. But here would be my only concern about a DAK stack. If you get a defensive touchdown or a punt return or a blocked field goal return to the house or Pollard runs for a couple touchdowns, what's DAK's upside? 250 and two touchdowns? It's never going to get you there. There's no chance the Giants are going to push this. I know I should never say that about an NFL game, but I truly believe that. I truly, truly believe it. And lastly, the one game that we have, the weather. You see, we got the little cute – the little – the little – rain cloud on there that cute uh Washington Seattle Washington th- look Seattle's defense if they weren't 4100 would be a smash play because Washington throws the ball 400 times a game and that's a good thing because every time a quarterback throws the ball that's a chance at a sack that's a chance at an interception that's a chance at a fumble that's a chance at a lot of points when they run the ball every play that's why I don't love it. and that's why I'm a little cold on Dallas's defense if the Giants just run the ball and just accept losing this game 28 to uh, 6 well then like the the Dallas might only get 10 points or something, which is still good, but not for 4,400, bub. When you pay 4,400 for a defense, you're expecting like 16 minimum. Minimum. Back to Washington, Sam Howell's throwing the ball a lot, and there is a likely scenario in which they are going to be playing from behind. I think Sam Howell is kind of a serviceable quarterback, but here's the problem with Sam Howell. He is not the easiest to stack, because damn, do they spread that ball around. Now you've got Curtis Samuel likely back as well, and so you've got Crowder. Of course, you have Dawson McLaurin. You have Logan Thomas. They throw the ball to Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. Trying to nail Sam Howell's uh, uh, two guys to double stack with is super, super difficult, right? So you're going to have to build like 20 lineups with Sam Howell stacks just to get all the different possible matches, right? and then even if you do that who are you running it back with who are you sure that Seattle uh, from Seattle is going to have a big day tomorrow right Kenneth Walker at home and a, and a good game script makes a lot of sense but don't forget they did that weird shit where they basically just ran Charbonnet the whole second half two games ago DK Metcalf I think he's another one of those guys like Pollard I think we're gonna find out that he's just been banged up all year and he has not been himself uh uh, JSN, I, I think he's banged up too. There's just he does not seem right. Tyler Lockett, I, you know he what is he 127 now? It's just really, really difficult. I do agree there are some good pieces in this game. I'm just saying it is not the most easy, easily stackable game. And a lot of times when I'm looking for stacks, I look at how easy it is to stack, like how concentrated is the usage and how good are the runbacks. And I don't see concentrated usage from Washington, uh, nor do I see a obvious runback for Seattle. And so because of that, it makes me a little leery. Even though this game does have a high total you mix in the rain that is enough warning flags for me to consider not making this one of the games that i stack okay hey you do whatever you want because i'm going to tell you a little secret new guy i don't give a shit who you play but i am going to get to the drawings right now and i got a special giveaway for you some of you mother fathers out there look at that 150 of you in here 77 likes get those likes up you son of a biscuit eating bulldog come check out my site tgen75.com there has to be a place out there where you can get quality content quality tools and everything you need to be a winning DFS player without being price gouged. If you're tired of being one of those guys that plays $5 a month, but you're paying $150 to your tout site, there's got to be a better place out there, and that's what I offer, right? We have all kinds of guys. We got high-level players, medium-level players, low-limit players, and what we do is we work on building a process, giving you tools that you need, and and trying to help you get there on your own and help you become a successful, sustainable player, because you ain't going to become a pro playing DFS, but what you can do is have fun, and if you do it long enough and well enough... You can become a sustainable player, and eventually you will hit that big one, okay? Oh, yeah, and I have the coolest tool out there called the Rosetta Stone, which I put out for every single NFL. Main Slate, Showdown, PGA Main Slate, PGA Showdown, College Football Showdown, College Football Main Slate, got it all. If you've ever wanted to try out the site, simply just go sign up for my newsletter. Uh, It's in the description of this video, okay? Uh, And we'll give you a free week on the website. Speaking of free... It's Veterans Day! Let's go! Hey, hey, let me just tell you a quick story. First of all, I truly appreciate veterans. I live a cushy ass mother-father life. I get on t- front of a little camera on Saturday nights and I talk shit, okay? You know why I get to have this easy ass nice life? Because there's actually some brave mother-fathers out there who go out and protect our freedoms and, and give us everything that we have and we take them for granted. I do not. I appreciate every single veteran. When I was a kid, I fractured my skull and have five plates and ten screws in my head, so I knew from an early age I was never going to be able to be in the armed forces, which made me sad because now as I'm an older man, I realized armed forces would have done me a shit ton better than piece of shit college ever did. I make YouTube videos. Didn't need a college degree for that. So to thank all my veterans, I want you guys to know for all of you, you get a free month on my website, no strings attached, all access, my highest level. Um, just simply reach out to support at DGEN editor, support at the DGEN75.com if you're an email kind of guy, or the DGEN editor on Twitter, uh, and th- we'll get you all set up. That's it, right? And if you're, a mem- if you're over on my website and you're a member, just reach out to the editor. We'll refund your money this week, because you know what? The big guy... Not a poor. I'm not a poor. And I appreciate you, veteran motherfathers. Don't forget, this has not always been Veterans Day. It used to be Armistice Day, you donkey dicks, which was the 11th day of the 11th month and the 11th hour World War I ended. But long ago, we decided, hey, we should celebrate all of our veterans, not just the ones from World War One. We changed it to Veterans Day. That is what we're celebrating today. If you don't know that, shame on you. If you have not done something nice for a veteran today, shame on you. Uh, we get to live the coolest, best lives in the history of the universe simply because of our veterans. All right, let's get to the drawing. Uh, This is sponsored by Oracle. Thank you again, Oracle. This is for the Twitter people. Editor, I see 85 likes. I need a drawing from over here, and then we get to questions. Uh, Let's see. Boom. Cows in crypto. Cows in crypto. All right. And if once we get to 100 likes, I will draw another one. In the meantime, let's get to some questions. I see the editor is being slow as shit. Uh, let me get a quick swig. I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta, gotta wet the palate for answer all these questions. Mmm. Mm. Real, real good. Uh, really, real good. All right. So, uh, all right. Editor's gonna just be slow as shit. I'll just start answering questions. Let me get back over to the stone real quick. Answer questions. There it is. Dwayne Maddox. He's a, he's a right-handed pitcher for the Braves. Oh wait. No, that was, that was not, that, that wasn't Dwayne. Dwayne, reach out to me on Twitter. If you're over on the Discord, send me a DM over there. We will build a lineup. Once we get to 100 likes, we'll do another drawing. Let's get to some questions. You mother my... Oh, man, editor. New mouse is going... Editor, the new mouse is going crazy. The new mouse is going crazy. All right, here we go. Getting to some questions. If I don't see a question mark, I'm not hitting it. Back from playing 36 holes of golf. Nick, I played 36 holes of golf one day. I wanted to die. It takes all the enjoyment out of it. What course you playing? while in Phoenix, David. Great question. It's called Top Golf. <laughs> we're not taking clubs. We've got the whole trip planned. Uh, we're, we're not going on any golf excursions. We're going to the tournament two of the days. Uh, we're going to be at Top Golf one night. We're going to be at a bar another night, and we're going to be at the casino the other night. Okay. No, uh, actually playing. It just—it's just too hard to organize that many people and get golf rounds in. Okay. That's why. That's why. What's up, Mike? Don't forget, hop in the listener league right here. Editor, post that listener league again. Get it filled, you mother father. Five dollars three max. Don't be a poor. Don't be a poor. Taysom Hill is scoring three different ways in the last few weeks Is he a viable standalone yes he is yes he is yes he is he really is I, I watched the game they they like he is just he is a big big part of that offense and that's a pretty good game environment right Emory from LSU just died and that tilts you uh no it' tilted me that LSU got stuffed at the one four times in a row because they suck balls uh, hey Mother father generally prefer skinny stacks or onslaughts all right so this is a great question Steve I've, I, I' I'm generally a skinny stack kind of guy right Especially because I like to play gross quarterbacks, and gross quarterbacks have a hard time getting two pass catchers there. But I do believe in onslaughts, especially in smaller fields, because in an onslaught, if you go five guys from one game and four of them do really well, often that will be enough to get you way high up there, right? So I don't mind an onslaught in smaller tournaments. But in bigger tournaments, I think you kind of need to spread it around a little bit more, right? If it's going to be more of a lottery, you need to be more of a lottery. Uh, We've seen the two tight end Millie maker I have a 3-1 stack winner Is it a naked quarterback Millie maker kind of week? I mean it better be a running quarterback Better be some Joshua Dobbs Just running wild Hate doing this but a double tight end week? I mean I'll tell you what uh i I, hawkinson at five thousand to me is probably comparable or better than almost every five thousand dollar receiver out there right uh i'm trying to think of another tight end i might really love uh this week evan ingram evan ingram at 4,500. i could see it i could say i don't typically do that but i don't hate it this week do you have a podcast uh we just take these shows from youtube and put it on podcast my brother new call of duty just came out are we sure kyler plays tomorrow that's a good call yeah, no, he'll play tomorrow. He just not might might, might not be prepared. What slapdick QB is going to get us there this week? Uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, do you like playing guys coming off of injured reserve first game back? Yeah, I do because, uh, you know, that four weeks required on IR often can be too much. So those guys a lot of times will come back, uh, you know, fully healed. Is this the week that Olave finally goes for 150 yards? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm so pot stuck on that mother father, I'm going to play him and find the fuck out, aren't I? Especially if we got old, old uh, brick thrower Michael Thomas out. Baker Stacks for all the money. I don't mind it, man. Uh, Baker is – I got to quit saying Baker's not a good fantasy quarterback because he's actually – I think looking at my projections, he's the highest points-per-dollar guy projected in my projections this week. ETN, decent runback versus Purdy? Absolutely. ETN's good. I I don't want to accept it, but he is. Anne-Marie R. What a name. Uh, When you do a game, do you prefer to play uh, showdown or classic? Uh, When – when you like a game, do you... Oh, I almost I, I almost always play classic. I'm not much... Uh, showdown Showdown is for golf, mother father. Um, that's how I feel. If Chase is limited, good move to pivot to mixing. Yes, AJ, but just know you're not the only one who's going to have thought of that. Sites, 501, really enjoying showdown hoedown contest. Thanks, you mother father. Are you going to expand to more contests uh, if, if you get interest? No, I just do the one main for college football, the one main for NFL, and uh, coming back in January, we'll have the big one for PGA. I, I, a lot of people... Uh, uh, I, 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 my PGA stuff's bigger. <laughs> I have to say that, okay? Uh, Boyd or Hollywood? Ooh, probably Boyd, but I, I like them both. Can I say, why not both, James? All right, is DK going to feast on the Commander's DBs? I Dude, I'm telling you, I'm just not convinced he's 100%. That's my only concern, but it does seem like a really good matchup, Michael uh do you build your pool off of the stone i do i i I literally everything i use to make my shit i give to you guys right you'll never see me enter a cash lineup that doesn't have my cash builds you'll never see me uh uh entering things that uh you know uh, uh that my projections wouldn't reflect right i literally just use those and i'm just sharing them with people baker skinny stack with evans to bring back with d hop don't mind it i i can't believe i'm gonna say this i think i like d hop oh it just sorry all right uh this is my saturday night i'm addicted to the hoedowns hey uh Datfu king guy? Thanks, brother. Uh, What's your favorite dome game this week? Well, you know the big guy loves dome. So probably going to go best dome game... Uh, I mean, I, I'll just bitch. I'll just bitch answer and go Lions Chargers. When you're launching your props thing, uh, it will be nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month, less than ten dollars, and it will be coming out in January. Uh, still, still trying to work to get all the team organized and how we want to disseminate information. Uh, if you're already all access, you'll just get it for free. It'll be part of all access. Less chalky to go to Pollard off of some Dak wide receiver combos. One off from deck or wide receiver. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the case. Uh, uh, Tired of of not even min-cashing. What can I do different? Well, first of all, uh, it, it, when I'm in cash, I count it as a loss, right? If I'm not at least like 3X my money, I'm playing a GPP. And when I play a GPP, I tell myself, get first or last in this, you donkey dick. That's what I always tell myself, right? So when I'm in cash, it still feels like a loss to me. Yeah, it's nice to recoup a couple bucks, but like that lineup never had a chance. It was never going to be there. So clearly the basis of that lineup was wrong, right? So um, you know, the best thing you can do is go look and see what kind of contest you're planning. I'm telling you, try planning some small contests. Literally go try to plan a contest this week that has 100 people in it just a hundred people that's it try that okay uh or a hundred or less right you you don't always have to win ten thousand dollars to get excited sometimes just winning 50 bucks is pretty fucking fun uh all right is it a good idea to go to three different ugly stacks with roughly the same set of good one-off plays yeah i don't mind that right really commit to your one-offs and then mix your stacks up I, i don't hate that bob don't hate it don't hate it okay Uh, Almost up to 100 likes over here, by the way. On the stone, does that optimal rate mean that Rashad White would be optimal? Yeah, he's showing up in the optimal 35% of the times, and he's going to be owned, let's say, 25%, so he'd be a 10% positive leverage play. How did the Cowboys let Noah Brown leave? Yeah, no kidding. Clearly, they didn't know what they had there, right? Am I crazy that I want to stack the Ravens? No, Ma- Matthew, they're playing great, and let's face it. I-, I truly think that like if Lamar throws for two touchdowns and rushes for one tomorrow and gets 35 points, it won't shock me at all. won't shock me at all. I know Cleveland has a good defense, but Lamar uh, is kind of playing uh, at a different level. Love the Seattle onslaught. Am I crazy? Oh, let's go look at a Seattle onslaught. So you're probably thinking, what, Geno... Uh, Kenneth Walker, and probably two pass catchers or something. I mean, they do have the second biggest total on the slate, so I don't mind that. Um, but I'll just tell you, that they love to spread the ball around there, Bob. They love to spread the ball. And uh, are you going to run it back with a, wa- with a commander on uh, as a runback? Because that's not an easy team to find out. I like the Atlanta-Arizona game. Am I losing my mind? Not at all. I like that game too, bro. Old Bijan mustard. Grand Poupon. Grand Poupon uh how about baker stacks this week look good last week look uh, i don't play baker i love baker and that's why i don't play him but i am interested in in this game for sure I, I, which the total if you look at it doesn't look great but i'm just telling you this game could be 28 to 27 and both teams can have 450 yards of offense and it gets a million people there that's kind of how i'm seeing it i don't think it's I, I don't think there's any way it's gonna be 35 31 or any nonsense like that In a blowout narrative do you lean towards wide receiver running back as a punt Uh, in a blowout narrative, Ooh, Tolbert or Dowdle. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I, on main slate, man, just don't do that shit. Just like you don't need to get that cute, right? You don't need to be playing punts like that. Play punts that are going to be on the field, not punts who are going to be on the field. If a certain script works out, that's what I would tell you. I hate doing that. Leave that shit for showdown, Jason. Uh, all right. Oh, 97 likes. We're almost there. How important are runbacks? Are they needed always? No, I, you know what, tiny, this is something I've started to cool on. I used to always say you want to have a runback for the correlation, but just looking at my lineups this year, uh, cause I constantly uh, evaluating the process you know, half the time I'll have a good stack and I'll get there and the runback doesn't do shit. And I'm like, well, I should have not played the freaking runback, Right. So I, I, I'm no longer a guy that says you have to play runbacks. I've still lean towards them, but I, they're not, they're no longer like set in stone that you have to do it. Is part of the process being able to swallow vomit after submitting nasty stacks? Absolutely. If you if you don't hit submit on your lineups to go a little bit, then you're not doing it right, okay? If you feel good about your lineup Sunday morning when you're entering them, let me go ahead and tell you, you've already lost, pal. Uh, you mean all I have to do is win to have fun? That's pretty much what I have found. I have a lot more fun when I win. But I enjoy the process, too. So a lot of times when I break even, uh, you know, especially if I had some bad variants, I, I still enjoy it, Bob. Kyler or Howe? Ooh, probably Howe. I'm a little nervous Kyler ain't going to be himself yet, but I do think he's going to be serviceable. Uh, Is it logical to pick quarterbacks and not stack them with any of their wide receivers? It has to be very special quarterbacks who can do that, right? Guys who could rush for two touchdown type stuff. Uh, And there's probably only about two or three on the slate that would fall into that. Once again, thank you to the veterans. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what would be your favorite low total that you think uh, can go over? I, I, I'm going to just stick with this Tennessee uh, 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 Bucks game. And if I had to pick a second one, this Atlanta-Arizona, uh, I'd take the over in both those games. I just feel like those are good scoring environments, right? Good weather, good environment, uh, solid offenses. I mean, not solid, but uh, sir, you know, have a pulse offenses. Let's call it that, right? Uh, let's see, Stroud or Carr? Oh, Stroud, all day. Carr, you, Carr, I'm telling you, I played him last week, so tilting. He got off to a great start, too. Had like 150 yards and two touchdowns in the second quarter. I'm like, oh, I'm so smart. Look at me, I'm so smart. And then he said, no, 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 you forgot I'm Derek Carr on a piece of shit team. Uh, I'm going to let you down. And he got there. The guy got there. You got to give him credit. Do you like a three RB build this week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that most people are going to go with a wide receiver in the flex. So one way you can get different this week is running a wide receiver in your flex, right? That will get you building very, very different than a lot of other people, okay? Process question, what do you recommend people do to plan for late swap on a day like tomorrow with six early, four late? I, I think you should have a, a plan in place, right? There's plenty of games to choose from, and you say, all right, here is the stack I'm searching to if things are going uh, uh, bad, and here are some uh, safe guys that I'm going to pivot to if things are going well early on, because you got plenty of options. Recommendation uh, or tips for Superflex? Yeah, play a quarterback, Bob. Do you like uh, – take it as a uh, – maybe go play a quarterback from the same game. Two quarterbacks from the same game and hope that game shoots out. I think that's the best one because NFL, there's so few shootout games that if you get both quarterbacks in one, you gold them, Bob. Do you like Ridley or Kirk more? Oh, definitely Kirk. Uh, what gambling do you do at the casinos? I, I, I throw them dice, bro. I'm a dice thrower. Give me give me them dice in this hand. Give me a corona in this hand and just watch the magic happen. Point out. Fuck. Okay, double this week with a Titans bring back. Uh, uh, Baker doubles. Yeah, Baker. Uh, his problem is a Baker double is not very cheap, right? Because it's probably going to be like what? I, I guess you could go with Otten, but you're probably looking at like Godwin or Evans, and those guys aren't cheap. I always feel like those guys are just a little overpriced. Is there any extra value at looking at teams coming off of a buy? Sure. I, 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 more Not as much the teams as the players. I, I, individual players, I think, really benefit from that week off uh, just in recovery anyone like Cincy's defense uh wh- 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 why are you gonna do that uh yeah i mean chris hey cj stroud will throw the ball into tight windows and sometimes those get picked off isn't it kind of a homecoming for golf yeah oh yeah oh old oh, revenge narrative because he's going back to uh, the city where he was traded from even though it's a different team uh what to do, 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 do. let's see trenton irwin related to steve irwin that's right mate Okay, I don't. I don't have a good Australian. Irwin to pivot off a void if he gets jockey, absolutely, absolutely. Especially if Chase is out, Bob. Especially if Chase is out. Uh oh, no wait. There's been. Oh, did he just draw another one? The editor just draw another one. Oh, he did. Sure as sure. shit. Look at that editor preemptively. Romy, I swear to God, that guy's won before. Romy, the homie, he wins. There it is. Romy, reach out to me. We'll build one, you motherfucker. Uh, all right. Uh, is it bourbon? Does it take Drake? Uh, wait. Is it the bourbon? It is, does Drake London seem like a solid play this week? Oh, yeah, that's the bur- – no, I actually kind of like Drake London. I really do. I, I think Tyler Heineke is a much better quarterback than Desmond Ritter, at least throwing the pass. And uh, Drake London is definitively their number one wide receiver. So why not, Bob? And I, that game's in a dome, and I think that it's going to be a competitive environment. I don't hate it. Don't hate it. How'd you know my dog's name was Bob? I, I'm a good guesser. James Conner is playing. Does that make him more interested? Yeah. I, I, James Conner good running back. Right. And uh, it, it, I need Arizona being as good as possible to score points, to push my Tyler Heineke stacks. I, I don't know if I'm going to do Tyler Heineke stacks, but I'm considering it. I just, I, I just, if people are going to play Bijan, I just want to go the other way and just drink their tears. Uh, whenever he does shitty again, Texans are bad on the road. Uh, that's okay. Now that's a solid point. They've not, most of their really good games have been at home. Um, you know, let me go look at the weather there in Cincinnati. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful is going to be weather. Yeah, you're right. I'm I, i, I I'm not running Stroud stacks. You convinced me. Thank you, Datfu. All right, who do you think gets targeted the most for the cards? Uh, Marquise Brown or McBride. I'd say Brown, if I had to guess, seven targets and McBride probably six, probably somewhere in that neighborhood. Is Michael Thomas playing this week? I don't know, Jason. I just saw the little thing at the bottom of the screen. I don't know if he's playing. All right, guys, 140 of you still in here. I appreciate all of you being here. Do not forget about uh, veterans. Do not forget about the special offer. Just reach out to any of those. Uh, We got two uh, different Twitters up there for you to go, or if you're an emailer, just support at dgen75.com. We'll get you all set up, free month on me and the editor to thank all of you for your service. Happy Veterans Day. Also, for the rest of you, do not forget to check out my schedule. I'll be back Monday with the Monday Night Football Showdown. For all of you that are members on the Discord, 1030 tomorrow, we will be doing our stream. And, of course, me and Tambo will be back Tuesday for a Week 11 preview. We'll see you then, guys. Thank you for being here. It has been real. It has been fun. But the big guy's hungry and has to go watch his Sooners. We'll talk to you later, you motherfathers.